0: Chats Podcast with Mike Brennan. Welcome friends to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artists, makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process and story. I'm your host Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram, I'm at Mike Bone and you can check out my work on my website which is mikebrennan.me. Hey, if you have listened to the show before then you know I talk about our private Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit, where creatives of all types are raising their hand to show up for their creativity. They want to be more consistent and show up. And so I always extend the invitation for you by simply going to dailycreativehabit.com and signing up to be a part of our group. Now, in addition to that, I also want to let you know about a resource that is the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter. And it's absolutely free, and it's available if you go to dailycreativehabit.com as well. You will see a form where you can just pop in your name and your email, and you will start receiving these twice a week in your inbox. And nobody wants junk email, believe me. I'm the last person. I'm a native New Yorker and skeptical and sometimes roll my eyes at things so hard that I think I sprain my skull, but um, (laughs) nobody wants more junk email, right? So the reason why I put this this resource together, honestly, is because I want to serve creatives even more. And so in these emails, there is a healthy dose of inspiration and some thoughts from me and my journey and some things that have been happening uh, and have happened. And there are also daily prompts. And these prompts are what I'm calling creative agnostic, meaning it doesn't matter if you're a visual artist, if you're an author, writer, it doesn't matter if you're a content creator, uh, a videographer, whatever your creative expression is, you can still employ these daily prompts. And I've broken it down in such a way that you get a weekly edition that comes out on Mondays. And this weekly edition has prompts for Monday through Thursday. And then there is a weekend edition that takes care of Friday through Sunday. And the weekend is a little bit different. Um, I don't necessarily outline something suggested for every single day because I know weekends sometimes can be busy, but also can sometimes afford us some more time and ability to perhaps go visit a museum or go in the park or take advantage of some bigger time blocks. And so... It's this, it's some other resources that I've put together that I've come across, um, some things that I think are helpful tools and tips. And again, all this is free. So I wanna invite you to subscribe to this new email newsletter, the Daily Creative Habit email newsletter, by again, going to dailycreativehabit.com. You'll get the email twice a week, like I said, Mondays and Fridays, and it is absolutely free. And then you can join our private Facebook group Uh, which is, again, another great place where you can go post work um, and ask some questions, engage with the community. So I hope that I see you on both of those resources, the email and the Facebook group. Now, for this episode, I just want to share a couple of things. Uh, Namely, people have asked me sometimes with sticking with a, a daily creative habit for 10 plus years, Is there a point at which you get to where you start feeling like you're done with it or it's a struggle or how do you manage spontaneity and consistency? And I think this is a big question. And honestly, it's one that I've had to wrestle my way through because on the one hand, I certainly wanted to be consistent. And that's what. I've come up with with my framework with Daily Creative Habit. You know, it's establishing your daily creative habit through three things that I've talked about on this podcast before. It's starting small, it's scheduling, and it's celebrating wins. And of course, there are other things in between there, but those are really the pillars, if you will, of this creative journey. And I started out by experimenting and playing and I kept that spirit. I gave myself enough parameters so that it would have form and structure and I knew how to show up and when to show up and what it was that I was going to do, but also gave myself kind of small projects that I could tackle so that if I started to lose interest or if I wanted to explore different subject matter or explore different expression, then I had the ability to do that. So there was spontaneity plus consistency. And I think it's really important that you have those two things, because if you just have spontaneity, then you're typically trying to go with the flow and you will wait for the muse and you will wait for inspiration and wait for huge time blocks and you will not be consistent because it's fleeting. But you also don't want to find yourself in a place where you're consistent but you're bored because you will not stick with the system because you're bored and you'll convince yourself that this isn't worth it anymore. This isn't working anymore. This isn't leading me someplace. And that sense of excitement, that sense of creativity, that sense of play and wonder isn't there. And so I think it's really important that you have spontaneity and consistency. Consistency in where you show up, how you show up, the tools that you're using sometimes, sometimes it's subject matter. Um, It's giving yourself a framework, it's giving yourself the structure and system so that when you show up, you can then exercise a little bit more spontaneity in that time that you've set aside and in how you go about creating. And sometimes it's honestly giving yourself enough freedom that you might have multiple creative interests and there's nothing saying that you have to stick with one creative expression for the end of time. Now, I do think it's important that you stick with one creative expression in order to develop skill and get mastery over some things. You can't just keep jumping around because you won't get anywhere there'll be no depth to how you create and what you create and you won't be able to uh if your your plan is to bring it to the marketplace it won't be skillfully executed enough you need to be able to put in the hours you need to get good at things you need to get all the bad work out of the way and so i think it's important that you drill down on something And you practice that over and over and over again, and you get better and better and better. Now, having said that, in my lifetime, I have also had multiple creative interests and pursuits. At one time, when I was younger, my pursuit was music. I played guitar. I learned how to sing and play guitar. Um, I went beyond playing other people's music to actually writing some of my own songs. And I had my own band. And this was something I did for many years and it was a great creative outlet for me. Now there were some things that happened and shifted in my life and where that kind of went to the background. Um, and to this day, you know, I still have my guitar and I still have some equipment and that's one thing where, you know, honestly I look at that sometimes and I say, well, maybe one day I will take that guitar out again and I will start doing some things. Um, now of course the older you get, the kind of the, the more, Um, Your time gets spoken for by some other things. And so you have to be a little bit more selective in where you're going to pour your efforts. And so uh, it's not like I don't have a creative outlet um, or a creative habit. I do. It's just focused on a different creative expression. There was another point in my life at which my creative expression was really more towards creating environments. Uh, physical environments where I was thinking about a room and what colors were in the room and what kind of furnishings were there and how to make an environment where when certain people came in, they felt a certain way, they felt welcomed and they felt um, like there was this, you know, uh, we used to use this word, you know, third space kind of uh, thing. I think Starbucks was the one who originally came up with that idea where you could come into this place and it felt like home. Um, Using creativity for those kinds of things, for meetings and events and planning. Um, And it's also showed up in some audio editing and it showed up in some video editing and some motion graphics at one point and obviously graphic design because that was my, um, my livelihood for so long and still continues to be a big portion of it. So it may shift in and out of some things. Um, The thing that I latched onto going into trying to get back to my art was illustration. Um, I didn't actually say illustration. I said, I need to get back to my art where I'm using tactile uh, medium again because I want to get my hands dirty because everything I was doing prior was digital and it felt like it was removed from me a bit. And I remembered the, the art days, uh, art school days, where I would be able to engage with the material and get my hands dirty and do some things uh, analog, if you will. And so that was my parameters coming back to my art. And eventually, I had things swung back over to the digital side, and there are days where I try to combine them, honestly. Sometimes I'll create something that is, quote, analog, and I will scan it or capture it in such a way and then bring it in and do something digital to it and have that be the, you know, quote, finished piece. Um, so I say this because I think it's important that you examine your journey and you hold your hands open to certain things because there are possibilities, there are perhaps interests that you need to allow yourself to explore. And so it's not just maybe within visual art where you're like, hey, what is it like to use watercolors versus acrylics versus oil? Uh, what is it like to draw with just pencils versus charcoal versus pastels? Uh, what is it like if you're a writer, if you're, you know, um, in a certain genre where you're you're writing novels versus <clears throat> writing, um, you know, some sales copy for Uh, Business websites. Um, It's not simply just those kinds of things. It's also what happens if I want to explore something that's outside the realms of what I would normally go to for my creative expression. Sometimes that's the thing that can actually spur you onto doing some things that you would never do. It can lead you to some breakthroughs. And it may just be a bridge to an idea. It may be a bridge to something, some other thought, or it might be something that you start and realize, Hey, you know what? I really love this and I want to pursue this even more, but I never would have given myself the opportunity and chance to lean into this because I was so busy defining myself as a writer or as a visual artist or as a musician or a dancer, performer, whatever have you. It's more than that, it's bigger than that. It's a creative person. It's how you show up and live your life. It's, it's what you wear. It's how you prepare a meal. It's the choices that you make. It's all part of your creativity. And so expanding our definition, I think, is really important. And along with that comes the being consistent and being spontaneous, Allow those things to guide your process, to guide your journey as you play, as you explore, as you lean in and ask questions, as you break things, as you attempt new uh, skill sets. It doesn't really matter sometimes the particulars of what it is that you're actually working on in the moment, sometimes. Because sometimes it's more about who you're becoming in the process. It's more about the journey, the long-term journey. And keeping that in sight can sometimes give you the grace that you need so that you're not crippled by what you're seeing yourself produce in the moment. You're not getting down on yourself because it doesn't match maybe what you have in your head or it's not, quote, good enough. You can... Take some of that pressure off because you know that this is just a step in a series of steps that's part of a bigger journey. And so lean into it. Be open handed with your creativity, explore, be open to changing and adapting and learning new things and having new expressions. And that's the beautiful thing about creativity, isn't it? I mean, it's the possibilities, they sometimes seem endless. And I say, celebrate that, lean into that, because you may discover things that you never thought would be a part of your life, things that bring you joy that you never would have attempted. But being open and asking what's possible, leaning into that, trying things, being okay with, you know, quote, failing, it's all part of this. And so when you have a structure that gives you consistency. You know when you're gonna show up. You put it on the calendar, right? You know where you're going to go to do this activity. You know what some of the tools are that you need. That stuff has been planned out. You've done whatever planning you can to give you the container for you to create within. And then you show up and exercise some spontaneity and start asking questions of, what if I do this? What if I use this with this? What if I approach this in a different way, a different part of the process. What happens if I combine two things? What happens if I break something in the process? What happens if I use a tool that's not meant to be used in a certain way? Um, There are so many possibilities and so much to explore that if we find ourselves stagnant, if we find ourselves stuck, we need to simply sometimes step back and take a different look at things. Ask some questions because questions can lead us to places that we would not normally have accessible to us. So I wanna encourage you, set yourselves up for consistency and spontaneity. Above all, be open, lean into the process. And as I always encourage you guys all the time, go create something.